comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. to fear the walking dead tv podcast this is episode 200 for season three episode six of fear the walking dead entitled red dirt i'm your host craig demanda join with me this evening mr aaron new earth i've made it back i've made it back and i didn't have to get a ride from strand so everything worked out you're not phoning it in you're actually you're you are phoning it in but you're actually with us today right you're not you're on your phone but you're with us no, I, I ran out of screenings I could use as excuses not to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. We miss you. <laughs> Richard Chubb Toad Sheldon. Yay, 200 episodes. 200. You know what that means? We got we to gotta do something shocking. We're going to have to kill off a member of the podcast tonight. Oh, that's pretty cool. All right, we'll have to see Spoiler. who that's going to be. Spoiler. You can't kill off the two black people. Spoiler alert, it, it, it's Daryl. <laughs> You can kill off one of them. It's the black people. Oh, yeah, it's two. I thought if Daryl dies, we riot, though. I thought that's the t shirt scene, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Shut up, (laughs) Chubb. And Daryl Taylor. How you doing? And and tell Chubb to shut up. Don't kill me. (laughs) So, folks, here we are. uh, Second to last podcast from the end of this run of Fear the Walking Dead. We've got a uh, double episode next week. Um, but this week, uh, just kind of a, kind of an episode moving the pieces around. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, definitely some mixed feelings out there. I, I, I thought it was just kind of a setup for what's happening next week. But uh, what did you guys think about this week's episode? I agree. <laughs> I, uh, uh, having kept up with the show and listening to you guys, by the way, and cr- thanks to Jim for reading my emails very dead on by the way as far as like word to word thoughts to incorporate the, the fun prodding I had on seeing car related movies while <laughs> I host the podcast um, but to recap because you know obviously I, you guys read my, my my notes on it so like yes. I've been I've been more or less content with the season I think you guys like the um, the um, what's the one with Ruben Blades um, Daniel yeah, yeah yeah you like the Daniel episode a little bit more than I have but again if I watched it maybe I'd like it a little bit more so, um, so that noisy here. It's it's July fourth. Who's it? Uh, Daryl, you outside, man? Is this like? Uh... Yeah, I'm outside in the middle of the gunfire. <laughs> They're coming. All right. You know, it's my land, though. They can't have it. Back. It's my <laughs> land. You gonna fight for That's it? That's all. I, I'm gonna fight for my land. You stand your ground in New York City. Yeah. I stand my ground, sir. <laughs> Him and his mule. 
<laughs> oh boy. So yeah, actually, but, no, no, Aaron, and it was good hearing from you. And and you're right. There's nothing like Jim Dietz reading your own, like reading your words. Right? It's like it's like, it. He captures the essence, right? He he got it. He got it. And 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 it was good hearing from you. But I think we questioned your your rating on one of them. That was all. Like you gave one episode like a three or something like that. Like, Come on, no way. Well, it was get, the Daniel one. Yeah, I did, right, yeah, I, yeah. Again, I, I again I only watched the like you know, compared to the Walking Dead. I watched those episodes a couple times because right. I read the reviews on them. This is more passive. So like I. If I watched that one multiple times, maybe I would have dug it more. But just as it stood, yeah. it was like once that once he got to the dam, then the episode was really good. I really liked that. But there was a lot of just like Daniel, you know, moping around about like things he did in the past. I'm like, I get it. I, okay, let's move on. And then they did after the silly lightning thing happened, and I was like, okay, the rest of this is fine. Um, gotcha. Yeah, the rest and the. When did Strand become so dumb? You guys have been talking about this. Like, when, why, why did Strand suddenly start not being logical? He's off his um, game. He's definitely off his think, game, 100%. He's off his yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Last week, he should have been back on it. Last week, he's, you know, back in a position of power where he's like, I got a car, I'm out of here, no one's threatening my <laughs> life, I'm not in jail anymore. And he's still backing the fool. Like, he's still talking <laughs> talking to Daniel, like, let me just hold on to this lie that makes no sense. And, you know, that. <laughs> that didn't work out, but well, I guess we'll see next week what happens with them. Yeah, uh, they didn't even go to, to it at all this week, which I thought was strange. Like I, they were doing really good at juggling the multiple stories, and they just kind of focused on the village this week, which I thought was a little strange with the ranch. And I, just, I don't yeah. know, I kind of wanted to see what happened with Strand, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but, and yeah. this week, yeah, I was just kind of like, all right, yep, yeah, well, we're set. We're moving the pieces around. I like, I like the Madison stuff more than the Nick stuff. Really, I mean, the Nick stuff's really boring me. <laughs> yeah, but well, least, yeah. I agree with the boring of the next stuff, but I think that this episode really missed out, you know, and I kind of get why they did because Madison and family is the main characters, but I felt like they were almost the third wheel in this episode. This would have been much better if we were seeing it more from the vantage point of Otto and his two boys. I know. Hold on. They're lighting the fire in front. Let me get one of them. I got to. <laughs> <laughs> They're over there. Get them. If you got to put some walkers right. down, uh, Daryl, do, do what uh, you got to do, man. Just just go ahead. Yeah. And, yeah. So just have to put some suppressive fire down. Okay. We're ready. <laughs> go ahead. I like to think that Daryl's like holding a bat right now and conducting where his like groups should go to, to solve this problem. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to be a leader. They didn't have a leader in this show, but I got a lead. I'm a leader over here. You, you, you got to show command, right? That's what Madison likes. That's right. Show command. Yeah. No time to get drunk sitting in the house you gotta do you gotta leave <laughs> but anyway i i like i like some of the you know seeing the manipulation done by madison and whatnot but i don't get how all of a sudden she's in the inner circle like that conversation that was happening in Otto's office with his two boys and whatnot why was she there yeah i mean yeah she she's not that comfortably into the group yet they have her in this inner circle conversation and i don't know things with nick i like the stuff between him and Otto, but at the same time it's just i don't know i think that the pieces are moving into place and what i think we're going to see is a cain and abel event and Otto father is going to get killed in trying to keep that separate separate mm. not happen and Madison, because she's backing Troy's play, is turning her kids against her. Because when that happens, when that Cain and Abel moment happens, which you know that Troy will be the one that comes out on top, Nick is going to hate or be mad at his mother because Otto gets killed in the mix. And of course, Alicia will be mad because, you know, the guy she likes. <laughs> Not loves, just likes. Yeah. 
So I, you see what I'm saying? I think it's a, a, a storm brewing, a perfect storm of all that will surround a Cain and Abel type event. It's funny you say that because at the bottom of the notes of this episode, I wrote this. I wrote Madison wants Troy to run the camp and Alicia wants Jake to run the camp and Nick wants Jeremiah mm-hmm. to run the camp. Like I actually wrote I typed that in my notes. Like you're right. They're all yeah. kind of like backing their auto. Like they, they pick an auto you want to run. But I just don't understand Madison. And I think you're right, Chubb. She was everywhere this episode. Yeah. She was in the bunker. Then she was on the fence. Then she was in the room. It's like well, every, she was everywhere I mean, all at once. Well, her I whole thing. She's the main character, so she's the lead. But they couldn't change it up for an episode and let us follow the autos around because it would have been much more interesting to see everything from their perspective. I think. I mean, I think there's a point uh, in not doing that just because yeah. the, the whole murder of the RV thing is supposed right. to be ambiguous. So you you you, can't, you have to keep that element there as far as I mean, what and then exactly the set, right? And then the setup with the boys. I mean, it's kind of an interesting setup to me because. You have the father who is the leader and is starting to lose it, and he kind of wants to give it up. You have the uh, the one son who doesn't want the mantle and wants to, and you know he's going down the road to getting killed. Like he's really moving towards the, you know, the Jake, whole thing. Jake, of, that is right. You can see his Jake. His name, yeah, yeah, he's right. just going down that road. He's pulling Herschel. Hand. Yeah, and then you have the other psychotic son who pretty much wants it to a point but he's so angry and st- like he has that darkness in him so much that he he could flip like he could become the next governor for all we know if you if you let him uh become leader and madison wants to protect her kids but at the time but by protecting her kids she's trying to uh play a game with the devil you know like with adidas kid is a demon he's a monster and and she knows it and she doesn't care because she just wants to keep her two kids safe and doing what she's done could literally kill her daughter. Like if they kill off her daughter, didn't I tell you to get that guy? Now, <laughs> literally, if now it would be so tragic that it that if Felicia gets murdered going after the other son, because the son went and did that because of what the lie that Madison told. So by trying to protect her kids, that's all she cared about, protecting her kids. She didn't care about the group. She just cares about protecting her kids. Mm. To do that, if that would be such a tragic end for her for this season, if she, by doing that, causes the death of her kid anyway. By playing this this, this dangerous by game By trying Detroit. to play that yeah. game, yeah. Because right. yeah. she's like, I really don't care. She's like, these people getting killed. She really doesn't care. Like she, She's at the point where Travis was all she, that was her only conscience now. And now that he's dead, she's like, I don't, I don't really care about everybody else. I just need everybody together because they're better fighting as a group. And I don't want to, I don't want to take my kids back out into that, into that world again. And it's so, and it's just the way that she's lost it. Like you just see the look in her eyes, where it's just like, I, you know, like I can give. It- yeah, she's she's cold blooded at this point. You're right. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing, nothing really left at that. There's yeah. nothing there. There's yeah, nothing there. It's, it's just vacant. So this episode was directed by Courtney Hunt, written by Wes Brown. And we have a cold open where we see Jeremiah and Nick at the firing range. Uh, I guess it's a target area they have set up. Jeremiah is teaching Nick how to properly shoot his new revolver. Uh, Nick is a bit distracted, though. He's worrying about his mom, who hasn't returned yet, uh, from the mission to track the missing team. Then we see Alicia and Jake. They're in bed. Alicia gets up. She's also worried that Madison is not yet back. 
Um, Jake tries to convince Alicia that, you know, Troy's cool. He wouldn't do anything to your mom, whatever. Alicia's like, I'm not so worried about Troy right now. I'm worried about the people that shot down our helicopter. <laughs> Just then, uh, Nick notices Troy's death squad and Madison stumbling on foot. They look, almost look like a bunch of walkers at this point. They're walking back to the gate minus their shoes. They made it all that way. Um, all their feet are bleeding and raw from the long walk. We're winning. Just know we're winning. <laughs> this is no great. matter what you hear, we are winning. I feel like this is the battle here. We're battling for the uh, for the ranch. Yeah. So Vern goes to his son Mike and asks what happened. Mike is one of Troy's death squad members. There, Troy ties, tries to make him be quiet, as does Jeremiah. They don't want to get the whole town riled up. Um, and even tells Troy tells Mike, "Hey, shut the hell up. Stop talking." But Vern says, "No, we have a right to know what really happened." And Mike just spouts off to the entire village that that the Indians are after him, they're responsible for killing their entire group, that they're not safe, they're coming after the ranch next if they don't leave the land, and they will all die if they do not leave. So he, he did a good job at rallying up the whole uh, the whole ranch group there. And we fade to the credits with no no crazy sound effect, just kind of a little fade out to the credits. This has been one of my fun, most fun things to keep track of throughout the season. When how they're using the utilizing the theme or what they're doing with the title sequence. It's pretty but, smooth uh, this season, right? They haven't like smooth. they haven't I, that I crazy think, yeah. shock tone. They've kind of just like faded into it with, with whatever music is playing. Yeah. Like you know, it's, it's been smooth. Every aspect of the show, including the title sequence, has gotten better this season. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we cut to Jeremiah's uh, home office, and he's there, like you said, with Madison. Just happened to be there with the two boys as well. Uh, Jeremiah is debriefing Troy, and he's none too pleased. Jake and Madison are also uh, there, like I said. Troy's instinct is to gather their forces and attack Walker. Jeremiah puts the brakes on that idea, calling his son basically the next General Custer. <laughs> he, he questions whether Troy properly scouted the area before they were ambushed by Walker. Like, he's... Questioning his Great. son's effectiveness, basically, as a leader of that group. Like, you know, did you check it out? Did you hike the perimeter? Did you make sure it was safe before you went in there? Madison kind of backs up Troy and says, no, 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 we were careful, you know. And he's like, what do you know about it? He's like, well, what you, you're some kind of expert now to Madison? He yeah. snaps at her. Um, yeah. Then Jeremiah calls Walker weak after he hears what happened. He goes, Walker, that guy's weak. He dismisses what he did to Phil, and he's called it like a chicken <laughs> maneuver. Like, it's not nothing, nothing to worry about. Jake chimes in saying that if he is indeed weak, meaning Walker, that he will maybe negotiate. So Jake's already got the idea right now. Maybe he can talk to Walker and get him off this kick to force him off the land. Troy scoffs at Jake, says there's nothing to negotiate. It's either their land or it's Walker's land. There's, not, there's nothing really to negotiate here. This is where Madison starts to annoy me this week, though. Um, she questions Jeremiah. She goes, well... Is it their land? Like she's she's taking this highfalutin position, like this this real condescending position at this point. Oh, so is this is this their land? And Jeremiah snaps back at her, like you know, yeah, legally it's Jeremiah's land. It was sold to his forebearers. That the Indian claim is is invalid. It was struck down by you know the courts and whatever. Um, he also says he can feel her liberal condescension and that the Black Rock Reservation is a glorified truck stop, you know, where Walker comes from, uh, full of junkies and welfare cheats. And he says, that's not racist. It's just the truth. And Madison's like, well, isn't it racist? It's not. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, you know, isn't it? Is it? She's just like sitting there judging him. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Like, this is where Madison's finally, this is where the first time this season, she's really starting to annoy me again. Like, she's getting to that, that point, but. 
Either way, Madison says um, that the man she saw I yesterday. I didn't feel that about it. I, it's, it's the kind of conversation that was inevitably going to happen. Uh, where it, I get what you're saying. Uh, she's like judging him. Like, she's like, is it, yeah, is it their land? Is it? You know? Is it, yeah. But it's appropriate to judge, <laughs> especially if, if the show's going to go this route. It's like they need to. I'd rather them justify them what, what they're doing or give yeah. them some, rather than, and if they're just going to go with like one dimensional characterization, then fine. Okay, then judge them. <laughs> like that's the way they can handle it. And I can see her priming. Part of it, I I think her prodding is she she's gonna go all dark. I think she wants to know all the rules. <laughs> and if there's something, I mean, in every experience she's had, it's somebody left something out. Like there's always some info that they didn't they didn't include, and it always goes bad for the group. So I think she just wanted to prod him to force him to talk. Okay. Uh, to get out everything that you know that she needs to know because she has. To, because she's deciding, like, how, what am I going to do? You know, mm-hmm. like, how am I going to, who am I going to back? How am I going to do this? And she's seeing that he's starting to, to waver. She wants his group protected, you know. So it's like she's seeing how this is going to waver. Who's wavering? He's wavering. Mm. And I think she's like, she sees it's that this like, boy. Awesome. Hmm? Uh, what's that? that? Aaron? Say it again, Aaron. Uh, I was like, you go. Keep going, Daryl. I'm sorry. Oh, um, but it was like she she she's trying to get that you know like just find out what he what he's going to do. He is really stalling. I think she sees that he does, he's in over his head. Mm-hmm. He really doesn't know what to do with this, and she knows that other brother is not, or she's deciding he's not capable because of he's just too uh, timid, too open. Maybe he's a little too much Travis for her. I don't know about that. I I think there's something that she's doing with Troy that we're not seeing yet. Something psychological for some purpose that's not revealed yet. Because I cannot figure out why she would back him. Because Because you need a crazy to kill. Listen, if you have to decide. Yeah, but man, he's too much of a wild. It doesn't matter. If 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 you have someone you don't trust to be able to deal as much as she loves Travis, I think part of her says to herself, that kindness hurt him. You know, that that, that made him weaker at times. Passivity. In this yeah. world. Yeah. And then that passivity does not help in this new world. It just doesn't. If I had to pick, like, that's how the governor becomes the governor. Like, you, if you have to pick, you pick the leader. When you're in, in times of war, you know, in times of conflict, are you, you going to pick, pick the one talking peace? You pick who you can trust to be the person they are. Yeah. And Travis had an evo- Travis had an evolution that yeah. would eventually work out for him, but you know, you don't know where he's kind of. I mean, that's why they got rid of him. On the, I mean, among other reasons, it's why it's not he's not going to be useful in this world where no, someone like no. Travis or um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, I can't Troy. think of his name. Really. Troy. 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 Right. Too many Troy. TRs. The yeah. Troy. Um, he, he may be kind of crazy, sociopathic, mm-hmm. what have you, but he, you can you can trust him to be that way, which is right. I mean, I, I get I get where she's coming from, where it's like, yeah, I can use that, I can channel that. But I'm kind of I'm kind of with Chubb too, because I'm like, isn't his like death count is is a little high at this point? I mean, he took out well, the the, only... ca- the caveat the caveat is the show's not very good overall in terms of characterization, so you have to kind of read right, between yeah. you have to read what they're trying to do over how they're accomplishing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's had like more than his share, like way more than his share of like cray cray moments. You know, he destroyed the whole village, Mexican village. What he did to those oh, yeah. poor people in the basement of mm-hmm. tar- horrors of the army base. Well, and the right. people last night i mean yeah 
the other founder the other family. family yeah he, he slaughtered them so i mean and he even admitted it so it's like it's like he he's beyond his his like free his freebies i think i think that that's it's like it's too much to be back in this this guy he's too crazy i think but i don't know that's what i feel the same but she way. doesn't have a choice but she doesn't have a choice I, I i think she's thinking to herself that's what i'm saying she feels like she doesn't have a choice mm-hmm. when she looked at that when she looked at charlie i think his name is which one the 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 guy that the conflict the the uh, the one they have the conflict with oh, Walker they kept, yeah Walker, Walker I'm sorry Walker yeah. um, Walker's not playing yeah she says you know, that Walker multiple times has, he's in command he's 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 a real threat like she said it multiple times throughout the episode but yeah I, but I think even with that like she sees that he might not have the superior firepower but he was unwavering in what he thought like that confidence that Walker had. It was there, like the 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 command he had of his group. It was it was it was there, like mm-hmm. and she saw that, and she's like, I can't trust the other two to do to mm-hmm. have that kind of pull. Like I've seen this crazy dude have that kind of pull with his with his army, even though he's in some they're not exactly that skilled. But with all that firepower, she saw, even sloppy. It's better to have him to her. It's better to have this guy. Uh, be in control, and 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 he'll t- he'll make the decisions. He'll deal. It's listen. If, the, if he have to wipe out the entire group of of, it's funny how they name him Walker, right? If he have to yeah. wipe out the entire group <laughs> of Walkers of the Walker group, she doesn't care. Like Lucia's gone. You think she cares about? No, she's yeah. like knowing that they killed all of her people, right? It's like. It's not about them. So she's, ra- she's rationalized it. at this point. She's rationalized. She's rationalized. It. Yeah, it. even she's even like, though his, he's a murderous spree, his his, his, yeah. his death toll is already up there. She she's rationalized. They have the best chance of survival with with this guy at the helm. That's and, all. They and, care and her about. pulling the strings as mommy behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. Right. Lady Macbeth over here. Either way, man is something and storms out of the room uh, and tells Jake to to talk to the townspeople to calm down. So like she's, you know, Jake's like, oh, just go address the group and calm them down. Tell them we have more weapons, we have walls. Uh, Jeremiah just can't be bothered with this right now. He's 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 just he's getting a headache even at this point. He can't seem to deal with the situation. Back at Madison's apartment, Nick and Alicia attend to Maddie's tore up feet. Uh, she notices that as uh, Maddie notices that Luciana's bed has not been slept in. She doesn't say anything, but Nick kind of sees her looking that way, and Nick just says that. Oh yeah, Luciana went south to find some friends in Mexicali, and uh, Nick remarks that you know she's strong, like like she'll make it. Meaning Luciana will make it. Madison just kind of strokes his head and says, "You know, uh, you're strong too. Like you are as well." Like she kind of feels bad for him that his girlfriend is gone, but I think she's glad that his her, his son her son remained. At the firing range again, this time Jake is going is doing some target practice. So instead of addressing the group and assuaging their concerns, he just grabbed a gun and started doing some target practice with his AR. <laughs> Alicia approaches him, tries to offer her condolences for the people who are now lost. Jake plays it cool, says that he really wasn't close to any of them, but he says his father's feeling the pressure, really. Alicia wants to learn how to shoot. Jake kind of gives her some pointers. Along the way, though, Alicia is trying to convince Jake to step up and be the conscientious leader of the group. She's already planting the seeds to get him to step up and be the leader. Won't, won't she need a fresh target? <laughs> wow. I guess so. What, yeah. what do you say? Mine, mine of the bullseyes or something? Is that he, goes, he goes, yes. mine are the ones that will be on the target. On the, yes. <laughs> mine will be at the bullseyes. You're the wee ones around it. 
at the apartment, Gretchen comes in looking for Alicia. Madison's there and says, oh, no, Alicia's out and about. She asks uh, about her brother. Madison asks Gretchen about her brother, Mike, how he's doing. Gretchen says that Mike is freaked, and so is her father, Vern. Vern is scared to think that this place is um, really not going to be there much longer. It's no longer safe. Um, he wants to leave the ranch and take his family with them. That her, the father, Vern, knows a colony in Colorado, and the Rockies will be safer due to the elevation or something. So Completely he, reasonable suggestion, by the way. Get yeah. out of there. I believe. Yeah, I there, guess so. There are people around. People are getting hurt. A lot of things going on. It's getting hotter. Go to the Rockies. Makes sense. That's a good, yeah. Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> and it's like, you know, at this point, too, I was thinking, this this ranch really isn't that safe. Like, seeing seeing other colonies we've seen in the Walking Dead world, like, these fences are kind of low. Like, there's not... I've been saying, you know me, I've been saying that since the beginning of this season. <laughs> it's going to go down in flames. This is, there's no one... Secure. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a terrible spot. <laughs> it's a terrible spot. No one does patrols. Everybody just goes to bed at night. There's nobody doing any kind of patrolling or anything. Well, even Jeremiah Hintz, it was some kind of sentry. It should have been out there, but they missed this guy setting 50 fires around the camp. I mean, he totally missed that. But, He's but like half asleep. But that's the whole point. Is, right. you're, you're, the dude in, you're the dude in command. What do you mean a sentry should have been out there? You're in charge. That's like, that's like saying uh, somebody should have fixed this electricity. It's gone. It's broken. And you have to call our shirt on. You are, have, you like the supervisor. Are we for, for sure that Walker's group lit the fires? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a fear tactic. I mean, that's pretty. I'm pretty. Well, sure. no, I'm just, warfare, right? I'm yeah. just wondering. Yeah. No, I'm, well, yes, but I'm just wondering after what happens later in the episode, if it wasn't Troy that went out. And no, no, not. I don't think Troy would. Yeah. Have, no, I don't think Troy would have done that. No. All right. right. I, I mean, it I, like he said it. I, I think, think it's it would, Walker's group too, but I'm just saying maybe there's a possibility that it's him. I think what Troy said was exactly what happened. That be because Troy's so heavily implicit that yeah, he probably killed the other family. It's like that's giving Troy too much to. It's like he's doing that, he's doing this. Like that's too much. Like Troy's not that it, smart, especially if the season's going to pivot around. Let's end on this like battle between the the autos and the Native American group that's out there. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to set that up. So it's like that's what they're doing. Clearly, it seems. Anyway. So later during the evening, Jeremiah pulls a bottle of whiskey out of his desk and just starts to look at it. And this is a kind of a cool shot. The bottle catches a reflection. Of mm-hmm. a flame or a fire burning outside his window, and he, and he walks outside the window, and you can see the starting of one of the fires. Then, before long, a bunch of other fires kind of sprout up, um, and then basically this arouses the whole town. Madison notices this as well. Nick sees this from where he is at his house, and we go to commercial with Madison just saying, "Son of a bitch." Yeah, he's <laughs> lost. I mean, dude, he wants to take a nap. I mean, really, he wants to just take a nap. He wants to retire. He doesn't want to deal with this. He wants to but climb, he, climb, but back, at, climb that bottle. He wants to climb back Right. In. But at the same time, he has two sons that are not, neither one of them are really equipped to lead a group like this either. So it's, it's a, it's a, it, he's a, it's a messy situation altogether. I, you know, this thing is not going to end well. Like I said, it, it's going to end with, uh, with this place going down. Um, but oh, he yeah. just he just he doesn't know how to save it. Like it like he doesn't know anything about he doesn't have the I mean he talks tough. I mean this is really showing how these militia some of these militia guys who think, you know, that they're prepared for the apocalypse or whatever it's going to be. These preppers and yeah. they're ready. These preppers no, they're not. 
you're not really prepared. You don't know what it is to have to uh, be under command and have to deal with something when it's when there's a, a force coming at you. The actually Walker's way is winning. His way of lighting those fires and stuff that was to get them to leave, and that started to happen. People were taking their stuff and they were thinking about leaving. Yeah, you know, just little by little. Even if you don't have that many people, he made it look like there were many. But he, you know, can, get, just, he can get to them. them going him. Yeah, so he was ready to leave. I mean, he it worked. If they kept, if he kept doing what he was, if Walker keeps doing what he's doing, it actually, it's actually worked. Didn't I say cover fire? It actually works. <laughs> I mean, if if he continues to do this, uh, just go ahead. It's a, it's, a, it's a good shot, by the way. We're talking about this whole scene as far yes. as the, mm-hmm. the showing the scene. I mean, we to, just to talk about the things with the as far as the. the the, the look of the series goes. I mean, we off, I don't think we take it for granted as far as the kind of filmmaking that goes into both this and The Walking Dead. But I'd say start, you know, the last season had, like the second half of last season specifically had the whole, had the, whole um, the hotel stuff. And there was like some really good looking shots and what have you, and like yeah. how they're filming it. It's really carried through here, just to point right. that out. I think that this season's been a very good looking season as far as how they're shooting this, uh, you know, the kind of desert world that, the environment oh, yeah. and what have you. And there's another good example oh, yeah. of just how they're using this this location to their advantage. That was um, a very comic book kind of shot where you saw like the the, the yeah. Otto's back and you saw around him like the fires mm-hmm. all in front of him. Like it was, yeah, they kind of pulled back on that. It was a pretty cool shot. You're right. Like again, because we've we've talked about this before, where I think Fear of the Walking Dead struggled to kind of balance between if it wants to be a a kind of more grounded and gritty version of The Walking Dead, or if mm-hmm. it wants to play up like the kind of like big B movie Romero theatrics of it. And it's it's still struggling, but I'd say there's a look to the show that's really I think gotten more solid as it's gone along, and I think it, it's regardless of how and I do think the season's better overall than what we've seen in the you know series past, um, but I do think the kind of the look overall as far as representing both a like comic booky type show and being this kind of gritty representation of that kind of reality it, it works it's been working there and you are, i have noticed a stylistic change of the shooting now that we're talking about that like they're getting more like the like the um how do i call it like um handheld camera type of look like yeah mm-hmm. that kind of or, shaky uh, shaky camera you know that yeah it's on the ground right there in the moment you know? yeah like that kind of feel which i i like actually it makes it made it feel better to me more real or more cinematic i, I don't know it feels better to me what they're doing this season yeah yeah, it kind of has that. I don't know. It kind of has that ground house, that grind, grind house look to it to yeah. me. Sometimes, like when they when something bad happens, like when the, when there's a fire or they, you know, like or when those uh, people got you know scalped, pretty much. Um, they had that look. Like all of a sudden, things are normal, and then all of a sudden, it changes in a heartbeat, and and it and it just has that kind of scare, scary kind of. Uh, situation where you just don't know what to do it's it's new because walking dead you expect everything bad to happen you know walking dead they've been through it like this, it usually does, this world yeah. <laughs> this world is old you know like they've they've gone through all of this already uh for a while but with the fear of the walking dead it's still supposed to be a new experience though even though stuff is happening it's still new like people really are not really used to this you know they're, they're still thinking there's a better world out there uh, or they're hoping that there's a there's civilization out there. Um, they don't know how really how bad it is yet. Yeah. So we get the sense of that really with this because this this group, even the founders, they don't know what the hell. You think the founders would be a little bit more confident, right? Or or sure. Hey, hey, didn't I? 
It's the battle but for there, Alexandria over there. You got I'm was, telling was you, Negan I'm and the true uh, coming up on, on you, man? What's I, going I, on over I there? Told, I told Michonne she's not in the tower. I don't see her. <laughs> um, but uh, it's interesting to see that even what they keep telling us as the audience that the founders are getting picked off one by one. That's your group. Like the, you know, like those are the people that you that you look to as the protectors. And when the founders are dying off, and you don't, they they haven't groomed anybody to to, to replace them. You know, right. like you haven't. This is not an organized group like that. You know, so uh, we're winning, by the way. <laughs> uh, but it's it's interesting. It's it's, it's interesting. This is great. Not many podcasts feature a, a New York fireworks battle. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors! <laughs> so in the morning, Jeremiah, Jake, and Madison are scoping out the fires. They're investigating to see what they were all about. Apparently they were all built about 50 yards from the perimeter of the camp, and they were not meant to spread, so they were kind of like built like little campfires so they wouldn't take down the whole the whole camp. Yeah, um, they're signal fires. It makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were oh, yeah. deliberately put there just to just to go up, not not spread and become a massive uh, fire. Madison Maybe reasons they're setting up their smoke signal cellular network. <laughs> Madison reasons that it was just like Walker said. They want the land intact. They just want them off of it. So this makes sense. This is definitely a Walker type of move. Jeremiah says that they don't have the arms. Or the balls, so they do this kind of shit. Madison also says the people are scared, but Jeremiah is in a bit of a denial at this point again. Like, so she's trying to say, hey, you know, this kind of scared the hell out of the people, and he just kind of walks away. He's not listening. Mm-mm. Down in the auto bunker of supplies, Troy is at the door, kind of watching what people are taking in and out of there. Nick strolls in, and Troy starts to hassle him a little bit. Nick says he just needs some lumber and some drywall screws, so you know, for his house. Troy makes a joke about him flying solo nowadays, and he asks, "Where is Luciana?" Nick just stares him down and says, "Oh, do me a favor, say her name again." <laughs> he wanted to, he wanted to deck him right there. He wanted to just. Oh, he did. You know, he did. <laughs> Troy tells Nick to settle down, says that he just thinks it's good that you know he didn't take off after her. He's happy to have him around. Whatever. Yeah, right. Just then, two of the townspeople, Dax and his mother, attempt to take out some flour and some other supplies from the bunker. Troy hassles them as well, but ultimately they drop Jeremiah's name, saying, hey, look, talk, take it up with your father. This is our stuff. We're taking it out of here. And Troy just storms off. At the mess tent... It, uh, yeah. No, it's fine. Keep okay. Going. At the mess tent, Jeremiah has a headache, and Madison approaches him. <laughs> she wants to discuss... Uh, what she heard from Gretchen that you know the, the Vernon's family is planning on leaving. Just then, Vern himself approaches them, meaning you know Madison and, and Jeremiah, and declares that he needs to think of his family first. That they're not safe here anymore, and he plans to leave. Jeremiah tries to say that you know you're running off at the first sign of trouble. You got to just stay put. And Vernon's like, wait a second, the first sign of trouble. Eight of our people have been killed already, and they sawed Phil's head open. Like, what? <laughs> this is not the first sign of trouble. Jeremiah finally agrees and says, "All right, do whatever you want. I'm not. I'm not. You don't need my permission to, to leave. Just go." <laughs> Troy is nearby, and he overhears this conversation, and um, he just basically, like, 
he he asks if uh, I'm sorry, Vern is walking away at this point, and then Troy asks Vern if Mike is also going with them. Vern says yes, his entire family is leaving. Mike is his son, I and mean, part of uh, Troy's death death brigade. Madison tries to make the argument to Jeremiah to uh, that everyone who leaves the ranch makes them weaker. As soon as Troy hears this, he runs off and tries to stop the family from leaving in the vehicle. He stops him at the gate. He demands that Mike get out of the car. He bangs on the window, says that he's not being a man. Now Jake comes out, tries to tell Troy to stop it. This isn't what dad wants. They scuffle a bit. Troy asks, what the hell, you know, what is this? What do you know about it? Jake doesn't have a clue what this ranch is about. He points to Madison saying that she's been here for only a week and she gets it. My adoptive mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Troy then gets in Jake's face and asks if he's going to fight or surrender. He, he, he like, and he gets real close to him. He goes, fight or surrender, fight or surrender. Jake says he's not in charge, meaning Troy, you're not in charge. At that point, Troy punches him in the face. Jeremiah runs in and, and punches Troy in the face, his own son, asking, what the hell is wrong with you? He kind of breaks it up. And Otto kind of hurts his hand as well. They all walk off in different directions. Mm. And then before we go to commercial, we see Gretchen waving to Alicia through the window of the yeah. camper. And, and Alicia that, waves back. Yeah, but that just shows, again, how, how weak they all are. All three of them, how weak all three of them are at this point. And that's your leadership. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, there's just that sense of Jeremiah is like, I don't even want to deal with this anymore. And, it's, and, and Troy is like, you don't take nothing out of here. You, you, you are, you are going to stay here. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, you're gonna you're gonna help defend this camp. Whether you like it or not, it's the and, kind of scene uh, where like it's, it's really dramatic and it makes me question like, well, how did they? I mean, this camp couldn't have been there that long, but it's it like these guys have been in power this long. Like, yeah, really, it does. It's got to stretch things to make me believe that these, you know, these idiots can just can be running an entire camp successfully, right? Uh, before before That's... chaos strikes. Well, it just feels like nothing was there. It just feels like they got they got lucky and they was you know so so yeah, isolated that nobody got there yet. So after the commercial, Troy is now in the bunker again in the armory this time, where all the weapons are. Madison just kind of strolls in again. There's Madison. She asks him if he's looking for something to take out the old man, and that she understands. She goes, "I've been there myself." Like she wanted to kill her father for something, I guess, because he was a drunk old bastard. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's actually not. Troy's not. He's actually using a steel cable to lock and secure the weapons because if people start to panic and they want to leave, the first thing that'll go will be the weapons. So he's trying to secure them down there. Troy is still which pissed is, that the family which left. Which is the smartest thing to do, though, by the way. That's the smartest thing that, that Yeah, like done. It, it's not a wacko move. Like, actually, it's kind of no. a smart move that he did. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not psycho wacko kind of move. Troy is still pissed that the family left and... You know, anyone that leaves, and he said this this line, and I, I wrote it down. Anyone that leaves is dead to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're already in his mind. That family is dead to him. They're already dead. So already, we, we can see them planting the seeds of him doing something later. Yeah, almost definitely. He recalls how Mike was one of his first friends since he was a kid, and they kind of grew up together. Um, but Troy feels that Mike quit on him. That he just left. He wasn't a man. He didn't. He didn't say he was leaving. He just kind of left. Madison defends Mike, saying, look, you know, he just stood by his family. Give him, a, give him a pass. And Troy is now crying. Like, he's actually whimpering. Madison offers to help him make sure no one else leaves. And just at that moment, all of Troy's death squad militia arrives. They're all down there in the basement in the bunker. He says all of them to stand at attention, and he gives them a little speech. He addresses them, 
saying that from now on, they will set the example by being very disciplined. They'll maintain order, make sure the rest of the people uh, feel safe in the camp. Um, otherwise, if they don't feel safe, they're going to leave. He says this place is teetering. The only thing that can save it is them. He asks, do you understand? They all shout back, yes, sir. So they all kind of, you know, re respond to his leadership. And Madison's over in the corner watching, observing all this. Yeah, that's what she wanted. Yeah. I was on board with his speech until he ended it with, make broke jaw ranch great again. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't say that in my version. I, I, I didn't. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get that either. <laughs> Was it a hashtag? That's it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's nighttime now. Nick uh, is heading back to his house. Jeremiah is inside though, rummaging around, moving a table around. He's drunk and mad that Nick wasn't with him to share his drinking. He offers Nick a drink. Nick declines. Says that he's high on life. Jeremiah chuckles at that, recalls the song, can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. <laughs> <laughs> Nick offers his bed to Jeremiah, say, hey, man, you can just you can sleep here. I'll, you know, I'll bunk with my mom or whatever. You can just, you know, you can sleep it off. Jeremiah mumbles how this house is a sacred spot. This is exactly the spot where the ranch was first conceived by the four founders. But now two of them are dead and one is dead to him. He then flips over the table picks up Nick Revolver and shoots three bullets into, into the table. Nick is scared for a minute. I don't know if you saw this. Nick kind of like died. Yeah. He kind of went. He thought he, yeah. he, he thought he was going to get shot by uh, by Otto. He kind of hides in the oh, corner right there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he like, did. whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> He's scared for a minute. Uh, he ducks out of the way. Jeremiah apologizes and says, you know, this is not, this is your gun. This is your house. And then he goes to sleep. So this is, I mean, it's, <laughs> The acting's not bad. It's just I don't care about this. It's just like, all right, the old man's drunk. I get it. Like he's, yeah. he has an alcohol problem. I've well, seen this many times before. And Nick's well, not he doing fell it. so quick, and he and he fell so quick too. Like we just yeah. got, we just learned about this mean old drunk thing. Well, the, I mean, we knew we knew it from the video. Remember, right. Like, when they made right. The video. Not but one it wasn't that long days. ago. It yeah, wasn't that, no, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And as far as just like I don't whatever. Like so, like <laughs> well, he falls so quickly. Like it's like if you. I guess the impact is less. Like if this had been something where you learn about it in season one, and then it, you know, and then eventually he starts to break down, and then he takes that drink in season three, it's well, more it's, of an impact. You know yeah, what I mean? It, it's similar to the fight we just talked about it outside, where it's like they they have to heighten these stakes just because they're basically rushing to get to the you know the mid season finale or whatever. Right. So you're just kind of like going through plot points that. In a different show that had time to flow. In the Darabont version, guys. Yeah. <laughs> be half a season to get to this point. Right. It's it's right. right. Uh, but here it's just like it's not that it's it's not that it's bad to rush through through storytelling or what have you. I have no problem with that. It's just more the stories that they're choosing to show you, as opposed to, I don't know, developing Walker and making me feel like something for this like Native American side of things, which would be mm -hmm. interesting. It's just giving me like trite plots like brother struggles, alcoholic father. Like, all right, okay. <laughs> yeah, you check in the boxes. I'll tell yeah. you, I looked at it a little bit differently, though. I mean, not differently. I, I agree with everything actually you just said, uh, Aaron. But I like the way Otto is bonding with Nick, or Jeremiah, that is. is kind of like chose Nick to be his adoptive son, if you will, or at least is bonding with him. I kind of like that. I, I think it's a cool it's a cool partnership or like a cool kinship, those two. Like they kind of found each other. Because like, who, who is it? One of you, I think, um, I don't know who said it. You guys all said it, that, that Nick's always looking for a father. Like a father yeah. figure, right? And and I guess 
Jeremiah, in his own way, is looking for a more normal son, <laughs> or at least another son. So, and and, and he fo- he also finds the kinship with Nick because of his addiction, and you know he also has the addiction to the alcohol. Jeremiah, that is. So I think I like the little pairing of the two. I know, it's, like you said, it's just checking the box here, but I, I thought it was pretty cool. The more the more I see them together, I kind of like it. So Madison is alone in her apartment, half asleep, when Alicia sneaks in. Madison says, oh, Bible study? And Alicia's like, no, I was at Jake's. Madison's like, whoa, you're at Jake's, huh? And then she goes on to tell her that, you know, um, just letting you know, the rhythm method, it doesn't work. (laughs) And Alicia's like, "Uh, oh, it's okay, Mom, there's birth control in the pantry. (laughs) Madison apologizes, saying, hey, you know, I'm sorry, but, you know, the stakes are very high right now. Um, And asks, you know, do you like him? She goes, do you like him? And it's like, yeah. Alicia's like, I like him. I don't love him, but I like him. He's he's important to the group. She's kind of playing it cool. I think she's talking accurately. I think she's speaking. It's it's an honest discussion, which I think worked uh, for this. I mean, as far as what's going on with the Jake and the various brothers, like it, it's fine for. I I like this stuff more than than the Nick stuff. Like it's it just it it's not. It doesn't feel familiar. It's just like okay, this is like two characters talking. Naturally, yeah. And Alicia, and actually, Madison warns her, you know, be careful. Sometimes it sneaks up on you. You may start catching some feelings for him. So, giving her a little motherly advice, but not in a, in a naggy way. Like, she was cool with her, which mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. The next morning, Jeremiah awakes. Uh, Nick got him some coffee from the pan- from the, uh, the mess tent, but he declines. He tries to apologize for last night. And Nick plays it off cool, saying that, oh, he wasn't there. He was in Madison's place, and, you know, everything is cool. Like, he tries to you know, give him a pass for his behavior. And I don't kind of gives him a strange look like, okay, all right. You know, he's trying to remember now what really happened. I think he does remember, but Nick's giving him a pass. And then suddenly Otto notices a horse outside the ranch gates. And he asks, how long has that thing been there? (laughs) He identifies it as Vern's once they walk up to it and tells Nick to quickly go grab his mother. After commercial, Madison is driving a pickup truck. Otto's up front. Nick is in the bed. Uh, Otto is saying that Vern and family are probably dead. Otherwise, they wouldn't have let the horse go like that. And Madison's like, and, and this is where her denial is like beginning right now. I made a few notes coming up in a little bit. Like she's taking like a little bit of denial at this point. That first she's in denial that that, that that Vern's family is dead. Then she's in denial a little bit later about who did it. Like she's she's starting to go down this this denial path. And I don't know. I just I'm, I'm not digging it. But we'll see. Alicia then goes to Jake's and finds out he's packing for a trip. Uh, we see he's got a map to Walker's reservation. Jake is convinced that he can talk to Walker and settle this thing with a conversation. Alicia knows that this is futile, that this guy just tried to kill them in the helicopter a few days ago, also slaughtered many of their group. She's trying to convince him to stay and be a leader in the camp, not run off and get killed. Alicia asks him point blank, do not go. But he takes the map and he leaves. Madison pulls up uh, to Vern's RV, which is riddled with bullet holes. Madison has her gun drawn, and also, it's pretty cool, she kept that baton that she took from the prison guards. That was pretty neat. She still had that. She kind of, like, whipped it out. Jeremiah can hear walker noises coming from inside the camper. He goes in alone. He shoots two of them with his revolver. Uh, He comes out and says it was Vernon and his wife. They walk around the back of the camper and see that Mike is dead as well, on the ground. Finally, Nick approaches the horse trailer, and we can see a horse in pain on the floor. 
He's still alive. And as the camera pans, we see it's the rest of the family, including Gretchen, in zombie form, feasting on the horse. Ugh. I mean, we've seen this before, actually. You know, yeah, talking... we've seen yeah zombies talking or eating or talking. Yeah, <laughs> talk... talking about horses. It was crazy. <laughs> zombies horses. So it's not new. I mean, it's supposed to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a gore, but I mean, it wasn't like that gory, yeah. you know? No, not really. We've seen that. We've seen. It's that. just more of a reveal. Because it may have, the reveal is more that it's the family, right? Like Gretchen, right. I think was the one I was because that was the only one in there that I really recognized. I didn't even know the other people that were in that that horse trailer, right? I, mean, I thought the other ones were just other walkers that happened along. That's oh, I, okay. Yeah, so that's why I, I initially I was thinking like, so is it just like random walkers or just the whole family get? And then once they showed the family, that's that's what I started like. But the mind, my mind started thinking like. Okay, this bit, this probably is just a. It's not a, just a random ambush by Walker or whatever, which would seem out of character to an extent. Because why would he? If he's trying to, if he wants them to leave. Why is he ambushing people? So right. That's what I was, exactly. That's what I started. That's what I started thinking. Okay, this is probably Troy. It was probably him doing something. So at this point, you realize that right at this point, like right. That's the, that's the point. When I saw the family in there, it's like, okay, so t- it has to be like they can't making a point. They already made their point as far as setting up fires. Mm-hmm. So like, why would they be the ones going at? Like this is what yeah. they. So this is the ideal situation where they drive off, no, no fuss, no hug. So, what else would be the possibility? I don't see them introducing a third group for no reason. So it'd have to be the one guy that really didn't want them to go. Mm-hmm. So be mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I didn't. I was, I was kind of tired when I watched it, so it didn't click in my head. I just kept thinking, this doesn't seem like something Walker would do. The strategy yeah, yeah. is off. Like, why yeah. would you do that? And then when you know when they kept looking and stuff, and then they. You kind of got the sense of wait a minute, like it's it's not, it's not Walker. That's not what he would have did. He would have wanted. That's what he wants. He wants them all to just run away. So Jeremiah shoots one, uh, the horse quickly. Shoots one of the zombies. Madison hesitates a bit to shoot Gretchen, and finally Nick has to do it. Um, yeah, I guess she kind of saw a little bit of her daughter in Gretchen. She even says well, that in the next said scene. It too, yeah. yeah, and I and I think that that was supposed to be part of too, part of of um, to reinforce the decision that she makes. You know, when she does what she does after this, is that it's about Alicia and it's about Nick, and that's all she cares about. So after a while, this is I guess it wasn't even a commercial break. It was just kind of a time jump. They they loaded the bodies into the back of the pickup truck. Nick looks at Otto, and Otto's kind of off staring into space. He's just away a little bit. And he and he tells Madison that you could tell that Otto knows that Troy did this. Madison says, no, I don't think so. Like, right here, again, she's in denial, or she's just, she's in, I don't know what she's doing right now. Yeah, she, I don't this, get it either. This bothered me right here. This is where it started again. I'm like, okay, here we go. Madison coming from a different planet again. Nick, but I love this about Nick. He called her on her BS. She, mm-hmm. He says, you don't think so or you don't want to think so. And Madison, still in denial, says that, oh, this is brutal. Even for Troy, this is, this is, this is, this is too much. Nick and, calls her out a couple of times in the episode. Which actually. I like that. At least yeah. that's yeah. I did too. Yeah. Um, and that she knows that what, what Walker is capable of. Nick says, okay. Indians, right? Indians did this? Okay. You you told me they took the whole helicopter, right? They took the helicopter, took your shoes, took everything away. Why would they leave this camper and all these supplies and all this food and all these horses right here if they took everything else before? 
So Madison also, then just, you know, yeah. Troy, Troy being an idiot also secured my thoughts in thinking that he's the one that did this. Exactly. <laughs> I, and I think part of I think part of why they let her be so um, so set on it not being him is that they wanted us to see Nick be the one to see that connection between Nick and his mother now. Like they they've never been connected like this before. Um and he's back in her play, but he also is kinda like that. He's also someone who he's like Strand was to her. You know, like those two characters can say things to each other that nobody else can say because mm. they kinda get it. Yeah, yeah. And uh Nick is Nick is that character for her now. Like he can he you know they he wanted us to you know, I think that they wanted us to watch Nick kind of just shake her out of it, and and uh, she did. She got it. Like once she, once he said what she what he said, you know, she said, "All right." But she had to admit it. She kind of gets it because she walks over to Otto and, and he just says, mm-hmm. and he already knows. He already he's already figured oh, it out. Oh yeah, he knows. He knows. And, and he and I quoted this too. He, he wrote. He said, "All the things he's done, never anything like this." Though that's You're exactly right. his line. And then right. Madison uh, still says, "Well, we can't be sure." Like again, she's like, well, "What do you mean we can't be sure? Why is she still trying to protect Troy?" It makes well, I no think sense. with the fa- I think with the father, she just doesn't want him to think that way. I think she gets it, but she's like, "I don't give a damn." She's still in that <laughs> mode of I-, I don't think she cares. Like even when Nick said it to her, I think she straight up just does not care that he killed this family. But then she should have said that then. Stop with this beating around. Say, okay, you know what? Yeah, he did it. He did it. But we have a bigger agenda here and just stay with me my boy you know like she could have just said that but yeah you, you're right you know right. she's just played the stupid denial route i just didn't like it but i don't know uh i mean so, I, yeah. I i think there's i think we just have to kind of wait for whatever the finale brings or the mid-season finale mm-hmm. brings just to kind of see where this plans go i get what you're saying it's this frustration there as far as what is she up to ultimately but i think it's just trying to not show her hand right now and it just it will pay off i'm, okay. I'm going on that. if it doesn't I'll be right there with you. I'll say you were right, Craig. It sucks. Come on, you know. It's like she was doing so good up until this point. Like this whole season, she didn't do anything stick annoying. And like now she's starting down that path again. But Otto knows uh, says that in his mind, they're still innocent children. His kids, that means, and he means, and he doesn't know, really know what to do. So again, Otto is shutting down the headaches. He, he's, he's in denial about his kids. He still thinks they're children. He just he really can't handle this leadership position uh-huh. at this point. No, not at all. And we see this in the next scene. Uh, at the gate, all the townspeople are gathered. Again, this is the other part. They're, all the townspeople are conveniently gathered at the gate just as the truck rolls in. Like We've seen this a couple of times already where they're all mm-hmm. right there where you want them to be when, when they're ready to make a speech. you know. Right. <laughs> so all, all the townspeople are conveniently gathered. Uh, the pickup truck arrives back with Madison and their dead ex-neighbors. Troy just stands there. He kind of looks around. like you know, He's just whatever. He's looking around. Everyone, though, is horrified. Madison now makes this grand speech. She says she addresses the whole town. She says how she's sorry, how you know we were strangers. You took us in. Uh, how she wishes her husband—I didn't know they were married—but how her husband Travis had lived to see it, but he was killed uh, by the same people that killed Phil and the group at the outpost. This is Walker's people, and now they've killed right. our friends, Vernon, Kathy, right. Mike, and Gretchen. Right, she she right. names them. She names four of them. Yeah, she said, get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she goes on yeah. to say that the group has been sheltered from the real world, but we've been through it. Like, Madison's been through it. She knows what's All out right. there. And there's nothing out there. She goes, there's nothing out there. She says, if you leave, you'll die. She says that. 
she continues saying that Walker's people aren't strong enough to force them off this land. So he's picking them off one by one. He says, we cannot be scared enough to leave. We have to stand our ground. Uh, we cannot let ourselves be fractured, she said. There are more of them, meaning that their group, and they're better armed versus walkers. If we stay here together, we live. She makes this grand speech to stick together. Mm-hmm. Taking control. Yeah, basically saying, I need y'all just to protect my kids. <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, that's, that's, you're, you're human shields. You're just, you're, you're cannon fodder. Are. You're cannon fodder they, for my kids, right? They totally are, because they've been in so <laughs> many situations where they had no, you know, they, there was only them, and they were divided, they were beat down, they were captured, they were, you know, like they went through the whole thing. They had to kind of go with whatever the other people wanted, but... You know, she wants to, she wants to, she has that fear and she wants to, uh, you know, she wants to go somewhere where they can um, protect themselves. Like you you see, I mean, you kind of, you kind of see how the mob mentality can come about. Like she, she's to that point. If this was Madison in season one, it wouldn't have happened. No, she wouldn't speechify like this. She would just whatever. None of this would have yeah, happened. No. She wouldn't have thought it was okay. You you're trying to stick with the group that killed your that killed the whole group of people you were with. I am. I mean, well, well, again, we'll see where it happens. I guess next week, if things like you know, if one of the autos or multiple autos die or what have you. But I'm curious what the end game is. If like mm-hmm. she and the rest want to stay there and lead it, and like this is a whole play to like get rid of Troy since he's obviously. Well, I think evil. she is. Yeah. I think it is a part of that because remember when she said when they like what was it. Uh, Episode two or three, when she said to Nick, "When they first arrive, uh, yeah, either we'll take it. If we gotta take it, we'll take it. Right? Like if we gotta take this over, we'll take it. If they're not, if they're not, leadership is not good enough, we'll take it." And I think there's, I think from what she's seen with this family, it's really, it's very possible that she know was it Jake? Is that the brother? The the good brother. The good the good brother. I think she knows that because he's a good person. Um, she can make him do what he needs to as far as being a, yeah. a, a solid a support for that community that recognizes one family member. While she could probably get to Troy as far as mm. get you know get him killed because since he already killed so many people, he's already right. evil. So that's right. why she's supporting him. She can kind of take him down from eventually. And then um, mm-hmm. Jeremiah, it, something will happen to him regardless. So I, yeah. I think there's a, there's a power play she could be making just to make to, to lead this group or. He just wants to bring order to this place, let them get organized, let Jake lead it, then yeah. Nick and at least they can all get out of there. I would I would hope though that part of her plan is to just let you know, to do what you're saying. Like I I'm hoping that that in her mind that's her deal. Like she you know, like she sees the she sees the down the road this place is not gonna make it. Well, yeah. With these three guys. With uh-huh. these three guys. They're not gonna make it. They're not and, and there's I mean, the other aspect is this is a TV show where Characters are constantly going to different settings or what have you, and we still strand Daniel out there. And mm-hmm. as I've said many times, this ranch is not going to last. It's going to no, be no, it's going. And you say going up in flames. You're right. It's the only way it's going to end. It's going to be yeah. a, no way. Yeah. yeah, you have Herschel's farm. What you have Walker, who's you know he and his men are good enough to take down helicopters and set fires all around the entire camp. So it's not like this place isn't going to last. And so the, you know. Stranded Daniel got to come by at some point. Yeah. Like, oh, Madison, what's happening? Let's get out of here. And then they grab him and go. Like, that's the, like, the only yeah. thing that makes sense. Because Walker is motivated. Like, did, yeah. like if anything, the, the little group that, that uh, Troy had at that other place, that other outpost, uh-huh. they were they were motivated to kill, too. They just didn't care who they killed. 
and they're and motivated keep, to do keep, it. Let's keep this in mind. Uh, Troy and, and and you know they were at a, a secured military base with yeah. nothing weapons, giant fences, and mm-hmm. you know military vehicles to protect them. And that place get dismantled pretty quickly. It got, got overrun all of a sudden. Yeah. They were overrun by walkers, right? Yeah. This is a, this is what it has like three like little dinky fences yeah. around them. Ch- ch- chicken wire fences and nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way, which is so silly though that how like you they had that outpost, they had all that stuff. They had an outpost and they left like one door open and it was yeah, like, yeah, it. and it was it was like you could have like I would have put everyone there and and trained people and and, and t- to protect that spot, but all that became was a death camp. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure they they killed every any group that came through there. I'm pretty sure they killed them. I mean, slaughtered the Unless, Mexican. Where they get those innocent people yeah. that were in the basement? Like where they get those just random people they picked up, right? They were, I'm sure they were running through that group. <laughs> I'm sure every group that that wandered in, and then usually you know any, like any people that wandered in, they were like yeah, they were yeah. Just, just gunning them down. Either they gunned them all down <laughs> them. outside. Or they captured a few and killed them inside. Like, and it, I still, I still think the show squandered that potential because they're. I yeah, mean, ter- term yeah. is. I don't. I necessarily need to see you know a whole season of like Rick versus the cannibals. Like, I'm glad they got. Mm. I like that there was a surprise of how they approached it, and I think they handled it pretty right. well. This is right. like there's potential for a whole like this like rogue group of people are like taking in people from the border and doing crazy it's things. Pretty horrific, right? It's like something. It, yeah. It's it horrific. Was. Yeah. There's a way to yeah. there's a way to challenge our characters in ways that we haven't seen to be challenged before that would make mm-hmm. it more interesting than they go to a random farm somewhere that you know is going to get burned uh-huh. down. <laughs> and he kind of, we kind of forgot that now. Like that, remember that sick part of him that was like, you know, I want to yeah. see what it's like. It's, it's, it's like just forgotten because of this. Like he, now he's just a, he's just a sick boy. Like now he's just an angry boy. And this, in this episode with a black eye. Right. So it's it, like, they could have went down that road. Like it could have really, uh, got into what the hell was he doing there and the father knew he was doing crazy stuff over there yeah he, and he, turned he, a he blind tr- he's trying to, to find himself right that's how he excuse it he told nick oh, yeah, he, yeah. My, my boy's trying to find himself okay if a few and people even, get murdered even, along the way it's okay it doesn't matter innocent yeah. people yeah even jake knew like the second he landed jake, in the helicopter yeah. it's like what do, what do you do now all right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so after commercial and this is another another little part that started to bother me again Alicia has apparently decided to go after her boo, Jake. Yeah, right. yeah, that just didn't seem gen. That didn't, that didn't <laughs> seem correct either because uh, she's not attached to him yet, like that. Right. I, don't, I don't see that. And, I don't all right, see so that. even if she's going after him to save the greater can. All right, so again, she's putting all of her eggs in the Jake basket, right? Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So if if she's doing it for that reason, not love, but okay, I need this guy to live so he can run the camp thing. Fine. Just zooming out for a second, I just can't stand on The Walking Dead. And now this show, one person leaves the camp and another person yeah. has to go after that person. Like it just, we've seen this so many times before. It's like, come on already. It's the buddy system, Craig. Come oh on, man. man, I'm just like, you know, it's the buddy system. So she, I just didn't see how the plan works. I, I just can't see how her plan. Yeah, she, had, she had a flashlight. That was that was her yeah tool. She had a flashlight, a backpack, and some yeah. maps. And okay, here she goes. Maybe her little knife, and that's it. She's gone away. Hey, Dora the Explorer goes back and forth across the border with less than oh. that every day, sir. Can, can you sing the backpack song? Oh, no, I can sing the map song. Oh, though. okay, okay, backpack. Map. Okay. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the. No map. swiping. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what just happened. Here. Dora the Explorer. All right. 
So here oh. we go. One person leaves. Fine. Okay. Another one goes after. All right. We'll leave that alone. That's the end of Alicia. We don't see her anymore. Pretty much after this this uh, this scene. Nick is then sitting on the stairs to the bunker, watching the people bring back down their supplies. So uh-huh. Madison's speech apparently was very impactful. They all are all the townspeople are bringing back their stuff to the bunker, but then Nick just calls her on her BS. Madison's also standing right there. And he's like, this was actually really cool of Nick. I like this. He goes, that was impressive as all hell. And Madison just plays a cool saying, yeah, you know, it was necessary, meaning her speech. Nick then comes back saying, how do you tell a lie so big and be able to sleep at night? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Madison rationalizes it by saying uh, that what she said is true. She goes, look, none of these good folks are going to die tonight. They're not going to die tonight. They're not going to die tomorrow. That you and Alicia are safe. I'll sleep like a baby. She says. Yeah. Then she approaches Nick and whispers and says, say it was Troy. Nick's like, yeah, it was Troy, meaning the slaughter of the people. Madison says quietly, no one would believe us. These people are more afraid of what's out there than anything he could do. Nick's not happy, but says, okay, you know, I'm not happy what you did with the lie, but I'll back you. I'll back your play, mommy. Yeah. But he implores her not to forget what Troy is. Cause she's right. I mean, if, if she if she added to that, he killed a whole village of people. <laughs> he they let him kill a whole village of people, <sighs> and because they're from the outside, so they, it was easy for them to just close their eyes to it. And that's what they did. They let him. They let this dude. You can't tell me nobody knew about that. Right. Like, it, they, they didn't even know about that. They didn't even, I mean, they just know that the militia is protecting them. Like they just like kind of they're kind of right. they don't even want to know what they're doing. They just know that they're being protected by them. Like that's the. Right, but mentality. you know somebody's talking. I mean, in, in those we have some situations where we've done that, where where there's been a militia group and they've done horrible things. Even in the military, where the you know the group of them have done bad things, it spreads a little bit. Like it, it, you it, want somebody starts to talk. Somebody starts them on that wall. And I mean, and these guys, these boys are coming home to their families. You know, their parents and their sisters and stuff. And you. Eventually, I mean, you know, some of that stuff is going to, it's just such a small group. Some of that stuff is going to spread out. And, and we saw this, like, in Woodbury, too, like, where Merle, Merle's group, like, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, these innocent towns, you don't know what Merle's doing out there and killing and raping all these people and bringing back the supplies. They have no idea. They're just living their life content and, you know, having drink, having ice cream and having parties and stuff and watching gladiator fights. They they were content not to know what was really going on with that with, the, with their protectors. Well, it makes sense. I mean, the, the the world that they're living in, the the amount of stuff you see with zombies taking over you, I can understand the logic of if I'm going to be protected by people running a community, I I don't necessarily need to know all the details that go into it. And so, it, if it means I'm safe, uh, better let things go as they are. And if and yeah, the the governor stuff. It's a little over the top of that gladiator battle stuff, but I mean, I, I get the <laughs> the approach they're taking, the logic that these shows both have as far as how they what what seems reasonable is how to handle the you know various red shirts that populate these towns, like they, even the kingdom, like the, um, you know the, Ezekiel keeps the knowledge of what's really happening away from those people. They're so innocent; they're living that that fantasy life. The kingdom is the town. utopian example of how to handle this. Yeah. So at the, at the fence, Troy is just hanging out. Madison again approaches. She's like in every scene, apparently. Troy explains that he didn't go to the family on the road to kill them, but he wanted his friend Mike 
to be just a man and tell him face-to-face why he was leaving. Mike didn't play ball, and Troy said at that point, then it went bad. <laughs> Madison, right. Yeah, all those bullet holes, it went bad. Madison right. tells Troy that he could run things here, but not if he lets things break like this. She's trying to school him, basically. Uh-huh. She says that he has command. She goes, you command that militia. You command the people. Jake does not have what you got. She says it right there. Jake does not have oh, it. Oh, yeah. You got it. Yeah. And she even says, you are the survivor. You are the heir of this place. She's pulling the strings here. Madison then says that she doesn't care how or why he did what he did, which is, again, a long departure from where she was in season one. But what matters is that he can control it in the future. She asks him if he can save them because there's a fight coming. He just nods and says, yes, ma'am. Madison walks away and we cut to black. That's the end of the episode. And she, uh, and interesting about that is she pushes all the right buttons. He, like, he wants to be the, the superhero, right? Like he trying to help his mom, like, Take care of his mom till she, till he, she pretty much spit on him the entire time, and then he probably killed her a little early. Yeah, you think so? I think yeah, probably I right. Think yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but that's the thing. Like she's she's pushing the buttons. Like he wants to be the 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 protector. She's allowing that to be. Plus, he he never hears someone uh, take his side over his brother. His brother's always the good guy, right? She played on that. She's like, oh, you're the better one. You're the you 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 got what it takes. Your brother doesn't, you know. So she pulled she she pulled those strings on him, and he was just oh yeah, this is what he wanted to hear. Like you, she she's got him all riled up and ready to go. Like he will be the 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 soldier guy to go out there, probably run out in the middle of the field to to fight, thinking that he's gonna do what he do. She's happy to watch him just get shot up and die. I don't think she I don't think she's bat an eye. If he dies, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't think she, she can care less if Troy makes it. She or not. care just, less. She care less. I mean, I, I'm glad that she's not like harping on these stupid moral arguments. Like they were about the one soldier they captured back in season one. How she was so demented about that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, all right, I, I, but she's almost gone too far now. Like this guy's killed, like, let's say forty people. Like, uh, uh, she's overlooking all of that. She's like, there's, there's, there's nothing. All she cares about right now is. Uh, like I well, said, hope, hopefully it pays off. Maybe it will. Yeah, we'll will. see. But yeah, and then we'll. I want to see what her reaction is going to be when she finds out her daughter's gone. Oh yeah, when she's out looking for Jakey yeah. boy. Yeah, that's true. Well, nice planning working out so smoothly. <laughs> so before we get to our Toby ratings, Daryl, would you handle a quick word from our sponsor, please? Uh, yeah. Uh, if you're a comic fan or you, you want to uh, try out some comics, uh, you could go to DCB service and it's an easy service. It, it, you go on your computer, you go on your phone, you look up the books you want, you set up an account, you every month uh, they have new books that come out. Every month they, they put up the new uh, deals that they have. They have uh, different deals, whether you could buy a bundle of books. Or you can buy. Uh, they have books where they have too much of a supply of books, and you can. And they have like little sales here and there to get rid of them. Um, you can go on there and look at them. They have The Walking Dead, of course. Uh, if you want to buy that comic, they have <laughs> oh, yeah. other image, other image books that are out. Uh, they have Marvel, DC. If you watch, watched any of the uh, 
superhero movies and you you want to kind of see where the where their stories came from that you see in the movies you like you can try them there they have trades uh that you can go to with in stock trades uh you can also uh check out and buy t-shirts you can buy mugs you can buy uh figures you could buy statues for your for your desk or whatever or, or anything like that they're great for gifts you can do gift certificates if you want um we all have used the service before and and it's pretty easy to email them and they get back to you like in 24 hours i mean i have i've never had an issue where they haven't uh got back to me and uh fixed it like and that's what they do they want they want you to come back like that's the thing this 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 service works because they need they they want you to be happy with the service that they give you so they of course they will do their best to uh, work with you in, in terms of what you want. If you're looking for a particular book that might be out of stock, they will definitely work with you on that. Or if you if your stock is missing or anything like that, they replace it. I mean, it's usually not an issue with uh, DCB service. So definitely try it out. Excellent. Thank you very much. They make it possible for us to join you every week. So check it out. And thank you, Daryl, for doing that. Okay, our Toby ratings. Aaron, start with you, sir. Um, I'll go three uh, Tobys out of five this week. I, I do think it's a, it's not bad, as we've mentioned many times. It is a kind of a setting the setting the pieces into play for the I guess the two hour finale next week. We'll like, we'll see where we'll see where uh, <laughs> Daryl is in the season finale right now. This is the shootout, huh? Sorry, I thought we were winning, but some people fall asleep at the window. It's a counterattack. It's a counterattack coming. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see where we'll see how Daniel and Strand uh, play a role in what's going on, but I mean, I am I'm looking forward to see how things play out as far as whatever schemes might be going on that we're not completely in the know on. Um, but yeah, as far as this episode goes, some good stuff like we mentioned as far as like the acting's behind the episode looks good. There's some neat plays between some of the characters. But yeah, overall, it's it's a fine episode. It's not like it's not a stellar one. So. Richard, yeah, well, I liked it a little bit more than that. But uh, like I said, I really liked a lot that was going on with the autos, and <clears throat> it just felt like some situations Kim Dickerson was was like wedged into, you know. I, I don't know. All in all, I enjoyed it. I like what's going on with the triangle of auto loyalty, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, still, even with all that said, this is the best season so far, and I give it a three and a half. Okay. Daryl from the battlefield? Uh, yeah, um... This wasn't. I mean, this was, wasn't one of the best of the episodes of the season. I mean, there there are others I liked a lot more. Um, it was. It, it pretty much we all agree it was kind of just to set it up for the finale, um, to get the pieces moving to where they need to be. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean it was a bad episode. It just means that it, it just there wasn't a lot of of uh, was a lot of depth. To it, there wasn't a lot of movie. You know, there wasn't there wasn't much to it to this uh, episode, like there was to, uh, to others. Um, but it does have me intrigued to to see how all this stuff falls 
where it falls. It, it just had me really curious to see where it fall, falls for the finale. And I, I think at least it should do that. Like, it should get you a little, a little excited or motivated to watch the finale to see where it's going to leave our group. Um, so I have to give it, like, a, I, I'll give it no more than a three, three out of five. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm I'm a 3.0, uh, and that's a kind of a departure from where these first uh, five episodes were for me this season. Um, you know, it wasn't terrible, but it had the first cringe cringe worthy moments where Madison's starting to go down that 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 denial path of the, that, that just wacky stuff, and you know, all right, I I could deal with it a little bit. So, it, it, and I don't know, we we left the strand and Daniel storyline just kind of hanging there. I, again. It, they were balancing it really well, these first five episodes, kind of jumping between uh-huh. the stories. Why is that such a sin? I mean, why do we have to just focus on Madison so much this episode? We could have told this story along with, you know, seeing Strand get out of some trouble maybe. And, you know, I, I don't know why it has to just, you know, it was just too closed in this episode. It felt like it was just too much of her in every single scene. And I don't know. Something happened. I, I don't know if it was done. I, I'm sure it was done deliberately, but... I don't like the way it was pulled off, honestly. So, um, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but some things definitely bothered me. So, three three point out of uh, out of five Tobies for me. But who cares what we think? We have an amazing Facebook group. If you listen to the podcast and you're not on the Facebook group, please go ahead and join. Do a search for the Walking Dead TV podcast. Hit join group. We'll get you in very quickly. We have 821 members and going strong. Uh, and every week you can leave your very own Toby ratings for Fear of the Walking Dead or on The Walking Dead. We call them the good old Buster ratings. So um, usually when Jim is on, he has the you, you have the pleasure as listeners to have your comments read by the baritone sounds of Jim Dietz. Jim is not with us this week. So what we usually do is we kind of just alternate. Um well, if, if you guys are cool with that, we can do that right now. All right. We'll uh, do that. Aaron, do you have it up? Or are you kind of are you in a place where you can read it or no? Uh, let someone else go at first. I'll, I'll do the next one. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. uh, we'll, go, we'll go. Richard, you want to go? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see the first one here. Johnny Stower. Man, oh, man. Five out of Madison Amilf out of five. <laughs> Whoa! Hey now. <laughs> awesome episode, man. With the cast that had gotten smaller, I am, I am starting to think about who will join up with the cast for future seasons. Troy could be used for a season or two after this one as a Shane kind of character. Mm-hmm. This season is awesome, and I have a major crush on Madison. Hubba, could, hubba. It be, could it be this season will be better than last year's Walking Dead? Dun dun dun. <laughs> you got a PS. Oh, PS. Hey. Could Jake be the guy Ophelia was engaged to? Oh. You're the wild card on this episode, too. Yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Was he an attorney? Oh, wait a second. He That's wasn't an attorney. That's true. Oh no! Oh no! No, that, that's too. That's too freaky. It's too on, right? right? That's too. That's too. It's wheels now, what if the they wheels, run man. into her? Yeah. What if they run into her outside? Like, what if they run into her? Well, and, and what happened outside? to her? Still, we still don't know what. Ha- I mean, what, uh, we have not a clue. We have not a clue. So there'll be some like she prison or something. Up on Talking yeah. Dead and did her little card thing of where is Ophelia? But oh, did she? Okay. <laughs> wow. Daryl, uh, Daryl, you want to go next? Okay, uh, from Mark uh, Levarnway. Uh, 
four, I'm so four. I'm so hungry. I could eat a horse out of five. <laughs> uh, Nick is taking the crash course on the Rick Grimes method of killing innocent Walker children without remorse. And Madison is the governor in the making. Yeah, we, we said that. Actually, it's funny he mentioned Rick because the way um, Nick shot that revolver kind of reminded me yeah. of Rick a little. He, he had that kind of Rick stance, right? He kind of had that little, 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 he was holding it. Like, all right. Yeah, he did. He did have it. <laughs> Aaron, you uh, want to go next? Uh, Scott Holman writes, four bags of flour out of five. Really like this episode, even though not much really happened. Favorite part past, my favorite part of the post- apocalyptic genre is the idea that there's no more good versus bad just us versus them and this season is really exploring that i love that madison and nick didn't fight about her decision to lie to the group that would have been a total uh, total dale on the far <laughs> move that I, I don't want to have to deal with for another whole season uh, they made it so it's a tough decision to be side of troy or jake looking back on troy killing the entire mexican village at the border if that was rick's group after terminus we'd probably terminus we'd probably be all like uh kill me all rick can't trust anyone <laughs> and uh, actually, you skipped over, but I'll do it. Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington gave it four oh, horse meat scandal finally hits the states. Google the British horse meat scandal and you'll get it, guys. Out of five, really enjoying this season and looking forward to it next week. Fear finally seems to be winning people over. Uh, Rich, you want to take right. Rob Cook? Yeah, Rob Cook. Four Madison Rictatorships out of five. A uh, pretty solid episode, whereas was mentioned before, stuff happened, but nothing really moved ahead. Worst horse barbecue ever. <laughs> All right, Adam Fatah. Uh, I will give four out of five Tobys. Uh, Madison is playing a dangerous game, thinking she can control Troy. Troy is such a loose cannon, and he is, has an uncontrollable rage. It seems that Clark's plan to take over... Uh, Broke Jaw Ranch. Uh, the Otto family better wake up before it is too late. <laughs> uh, last one. Michael Santana writes 4.5 Horsey, the other white meat out of five. Outstanding episode with actual dramatic twists and interesting characters. It hasn't caught the parent show, but Rick can see them in the rear view, and they're gaining ground from a character writing perspective. Excellent. So uh, if you'd like to leave your own Toby ratings, again, please go to the Facebook page every week and uh, you get them read by either Jim Dietz or one of the other hosts. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So check it out. Again, 820 members strong. Uh, join us and join the fun. All right, folks. So we're wrapping it up. We have one more podcast to go uh, because they're doing a double episode next week. It'll be a two-hour special to finish off the season, which is kind of strange because, again, they did a two-hour Opening, they could they did two episodes in one, and then now they're ending the season with two episodes. I feel like they're trying to rush through the season. I guess I don't know. I think it's the scheduling things that they it's, that AMC's it's a, doing. It's a season. It's a ratings response. If I had to guess, honestly. Okay, so because the ratings are dropping, they're trying to condense the season and make it a little bit. Um, I mean, I, I, if I, I think there's a they're striking while it's hot and not kind of. I, I think they've. You know, we've talked about this in the past where I think they've. I think that they're, the fact that there's so much Walking Dead has uh, exhausted uh, audiences. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. having having eight weeks of Walking Dead, then eight weeks of Fear the Walking Dead, then eight more weeks of Fear the Walking Dead, then eight more weeks of Walking Dead that's separated by three months at a time, mm-hmm. it, it it's a lot. And so I think these two-hour you know blocks that bookend it make it seem like an event for one thing. It's like, oh, two You're hours, right. something needs to happen probably, right? And mix that with, you know, you're not... There's a, there's just a, a little bit more time between seasons of Walking Dead shows. I haven't 
I haven't really looked. Have have the ratings been improving this season with uh, the improvement uh, no. of the episodes? No, they have not. But it's, they haven't been going down anymore. They've been kind of stabilizing yeah, a little bit. They stable. Yeah. 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 They're still good for a sh- I mean, for a cable show. I mean, they're, it's, they're it, really... it does better than Better Call Saul. You know? exactly. That's why I, I said that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Which is a good show. The I mean, series on a great show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, but it's, I mean, it's, it's easier it's, to get into the Walking Dead, I guess, right? You oh, can yeah. just slip right in. I can see it's straight up genre show, as opposed yeah. to like here. Here's a here's a talky lawyer drama featuring <laughs> Bob. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you some some Pollo Loco just just to tease you a little bit, but that's about I, it, right? Yeah, Pollo Hermanos, I, I mean. I, I just wonder if anyone that's watching Better Call Saul that did not watch Breaking Bad. If it's as enjoyable, you know, because I really love that show. I, I wonder I, if I would if I hadn't seen Breaking Bad. But well, the pace I is so different. Yeah, yeah, I watched Breaking Bad, and I'm not enjoying Better Call Saul like I was Breaking Bad. There's, there's, there's no ticking clock. Like, with Breaking Bad, there's no there was, plot. Right. Like, yeah. Well, not really well, a plot. It, well, yeah. it's, it's character-driven, not plot-driven. Like okay. Breaking right. Bad. They're, they're right. different shows, which I think it works right. to its advantage. I wouldn't want just another... If they're gonna do that, then I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with what they're doing. Regardless, the, show, the show's not doing good. The, it's not compared to the ratings of Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, the, the show it's it's a more it's it's more of a niche audience, I would say, than something like a zombie show featuring people. Well, like, oh yeah, a zombie and, show. And, next and, season's the last season, right? Of what? Of, of, well, they renewed it for season four. I don't know. Did they say it's the last season? Is that what they, they said? They didn't say it. They didn't say it's the last. They renewed yeah, it. For, I don't remember okay. that. Right. Yeah, I don't remember that. Mm-mm. Okay, I thought I'd seen somewhere it was no. maybe one more no. season. Like Gil- no. Vince Gilligan said, like we could probably keep this going for like four or five, and it will be on yeah. its fourth season. Uh, yeah, so. yes, Breaking Bad was only like, what, like five and a half, right, or it was, something? It was or five, yeah, five. Or, okay, yeah, but that did have a, a, a clicking talk. Yeah, clock. it's like so yeah, it's like everything that was right. happening was that, that you know he was up against the clock, whether it be his right. own his own life right. or or the 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 mob, the gangs were after him or something. There was always something happening, or the DEA, right. like this Are you caught up this season? Yeah, yeah, I watched all the Better Call Saul. I'm, I'm done with it. last episode, the ending. Wow. But you know what's funny, though? I mean, it's like it didn't feel like that was the season finale. I'm like, that's it? Like, nobody died? You didn't even see the old man? Like, what happened to him? Like, you know, you know, Salamanca. I don't know. It just was, it was like, that's it? That's the season finale? It was anticlimactic for me. Nobody died. Chuck died. Oh, that's true. In the fire, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's not it. I mean, I don't know how much it's not that type of episode, show. but it's not a show that's that type of show. no, but it's also it's not yeah, it's not a show that's reliant on like major you know deaths and like spectacle. Right. Same right. way that Breaking Bad was. Well, I guess they were building up to Salamanca going in the wheelchair, right? Because right? that was I was waiting to see that or at least something. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. but you have to really like those characters like that. I didn't. I mean, Saul was not my favorite character like that. So mm-hmm. to be based on him for for me going into it, it's like. Mm. I would need a little bit more, and it, and that's not the case. They're not they're yeah, not going to do that. that. It's, it's based around him. I like him in, I like him when he's used for a little bit. Like I like him in small chunks. That's how I like him. I don't as the star <laughs> of it. It's just not you know. It's just not something I've, that I'm into as much. I've, I've been impressed by Odenkirk as an as a dramatic actor because I I like him in general as you know being a funny yeah, guy and everything and from from Mister Show and everything. But like seeing him here where he's doing a lot of heavy lifting, he's pulling it dramatic. off. Yeah, but that said, the cast is pretty terrific. I mean, the Mike we haven't talked about Mike at all. Mike is consistently oh, excellent. Oh yeah, oh yeah, well, uh, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's my favorite part of the show. 
Michael McKean is so good as his brother. He is and, good. Yeah. And the the he uh, his uh, he was good. The, yeah, other, <laughs> the other attorneys, he's he's really good too. Like the 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 cast, the the thing I don't like much is actually just seeing so much of Gus. Like I like Gus, but it's like this is a different show. Like I want to stay. On the, on the, <laughs> I, I know it's a necessary thing to have him involved, but at the same time. I want it to be about the salt stuff, and yes, I prefer to wrap it up sooner rather than later. I don't need seven seasons of Better Call Saul versus you know only so many of Breaking Bad. Do you think it was fan service to bring Fring back like that? I mean, um... no, I think it was a necessary thing that had to happen at some point. I just well, it's people not to see him, though. People yeah, yeah, wanted to see him. Yeah, it's not bad what they're doing. He's really good in the role and everything. It's just yeah, more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was more when the other when the other woman from the company popped up. It's like okay, so now when's Aaron Paul showing up? Like that was my thought when that happened. <laughs> oh yeah, like his assistant when they when he bought that dry cleaning place. I mean, or whatever it was, yeah, like yeah. yeah, that was that was a little teaser there. Yeah, that's true. Okay, as long as, as long as Saul doesn't put on a suit and go no at the end of the show, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee it's not going to happen. It's gonna, he's going to end up in uh, Omaha Damn making it. Cinnabons, that's, right? That's it. That's what I wanted. That's exactly what I wanted to see. Yeah, maybe he'll, I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. All right. So anyway, um, cool. We diverged there a little bit. Talked about Better Call Saul, but it's a good show. If you haven't watched it, I mean, it's definitely worth a watch on AMC. I'm sure you can get it on demand and all that kind of stuff. It's. Uh... I like. I like. I like you covering your ass in case you don't edit that part out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, you know what? I, I, I'm a I'm a hands off editor, man. I kind of let the shows fly unless we, we really get off topic. I mean, hell, we've talked about cheeto fry things at burger king i mean it all stays in brother that's it it's all in hold there. on wait. is this another episode of fear the walking dead talks fast food <laughs> well actually uh Ch- i did try those cheeto mac and cheese thing i did try them yeah and they're, they're okay they're good i mean they're cool they're good are they but are that, they? that hold on but your your tip for taco bell those chicken triangle things those are much better those are really good yeah what do they call the chicken chips or chicken? I don't know what the hell they are. But those Maybe are really chicken chips or something. Yes, nacho, nacho. I don't know. They're good. Good, good call, sir. That's all I'm going to say. Very good call on those. Those were those were delish. And that was our episode of Fear the Walking Dead TV podcast. <laughs> exactly. Good up. Good up, guys. All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, any final thoughts? Or that's pretty much it. We're there, huh? Yep. We'll see where it goes for now. See where it goes next week. So, who wants to wrap up this week's episode? I did DCPS and I'm under fire. All right. You guys covered that. But... Chubb? How about you, Chubb? It's your turn, Chubb. No, you don't want me. Yeah, yeah, we want you. Go ahead. All right, let's see. When there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember. Oh. And we're out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you your baby sweet heart sugar, so